Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Coming up in uh, about 15, 20 minutes, my uh, one-on-one conversation with now the late Jimmy Buffett. Makes me sad to have to say that. But uh, what great music, what great memories uh, that he left for us. Jimmy Buffett in a few minutes. Dr. Kevin Most right now, Chief Medical Officer, Central DuPage Hospital. Uh, Kevin, good morning. Nice to have you on with us as always. Uh, Real quick, the uh, Jimmy Buffett website this morning is reporting that the cause of Jimmy Buffett's death, Merkel cell skin cancer. How, How common is that? How... How concerned should we all be with something like that, with the super hot weather and being out in the the sun, I presume, is what causes that, right? Absolutely, Dean. And, you know, it's not surprising. And I mean, I think he even admitted how much time he spent out in the sun. And the interesting thing about Merkel cell is it's when we think about cancer and we say we talk about melanoma, right? And it's it's dark. It's a different color. It's oddly it's oddly shaped. Merkel cell is a little bit different. They're usually flush-colored, and they're usually on the face and neck. So it's really one that um, if you start to see a bump on your face, even if it's a normal skin color, it certainly is something to look at. And not so much the heat-related, but how much time we spend in the sun and having a weakened immune system will certainly cause Mm. cause this. Yeah. Uh, Well, he was uh, hospitalized earlier this year they never really disclosed what it was but now they're saying that he was being treated for skin cancer uh, at that time and now now we learn through his website that this was uh, apparently his cause of death so people are going to be out in the sunshine uh anytime this week is is going to be uh you know sunny weather uh cover yourself uh use the uh, protection the skin uh, lotions and uh, all that, those are the things that, how you can protect yourself, right? Absolutely. You know, you probably get it right on the head there is unfortunate of his death and the cause of his death. But if we can take this as a reminder to protect ourselves, the impact of his death will be making, you know, more people be safer going forward. And the importance of putting on sunscreen, even on young kids, probably yeah. one of the biggest things is we put sunscreen on ourselves, we forget about our kids, and then also making sure we reapply it to the children after they've been out, and certainly if they're in a swimming pool and they come back out to put that on. So, you know, unfortunately on his death, uh, Merkel cell grows rapidly, so not surprising that it was just a couple of years that he had this, um, but please, uh Protect yourself, protect your skin. It's the biggest organ in our body and the most important defense system we have. Yeah. So uh, the cases of COVID are continue to rise. Are we at a point of alarm with this yet? No, not an alarm, but certainly awareness. You know, we all have to understand that the, the cases are creeping up again. Hospitalizations are creeping up. Nowhere near where we were last year, but they certainly are going up. And with a couple of new strains out there, we're a little concerned. And then you couple that with, you know, the booster and where do we stand with the booster and when will the fall booster be out? All of those give the uncertainty of what should we do next. So uh, what should we be doing next? I keep hearing that we may be going back to masking 
in order to protect ourselves and protect others who may be around us. Uh, is, is, does it look like it's headed in that direction? Well, I don't think we're going to see a federal or CDC mandate uh, masking unless the hospitals get to a point of being stressed. I certainly think that you are going to see employers make that determination based more on their uh, workforce and the extent of the expansion of their workforce getting ill. There's a couple hospitals in New York that have gone back to mandatory masking. Um, But for the most part, I think we're going to be watching it. I don't think the general public would take it well, knowing that we all have a little bit of immunity and pretty much uh, many of us have very good immunity. It's the uncertainty of this new strain and whether immunity will be taxed uh, as we try to fight this one off. And we are weeks away from a new COVID vaccine, which would address this new strain, correct? Well, we're hoping, right? So the new uh, vaccine that's coming out probably third week in September, so just like you said, a couple weeks away, is going to be based on the XBB strain, which is the predominant strain going into the spring and early summer. Now, since then, we've had two strains that have popped out, EG5 and BA2.86. Those are strains of concern right now because there were so many mutations in these strains that they're concerned that they may be able to evade the immune system that we have in the vaccine. That is unknown at this point. We should not be overly concerned because these strains are coming from XBB. So as far as a lineage point of view, we have much better protection with this vaccine than we do with our flu shots. Uh, the the minute uh, you come on the air each week, have the uh, phone lines go nuts with questions, uh, mostly about vaccines. Uh, here's one. If you have received five COVID vaccines, but not the most recent booster, do they still provide protection if you should get COVID? Okay, so when you say the most, when they say the most recent booster, that would mean the BA four, BA five. If they got that, you know, which could have, they could have got it as early, or as late as last year at this time. If they got the the next booster as well, when we opened it up to for a second booster in like late May, early June, um, you're, you're still as about as good as you're going to be able to get. I would certainly get the XBB when it opens up in two weeks. But certainly individuals right now, I would say, unless you are highly immunocompromised or concerned about something going on, I would wait a couple of weeks to get the newest vaccine, which is a little bit more precise as to what we're seeing in the community. Uh, another text from 847. Uh, my daughter tested negative three times this week, was fully vaccinated, uh, but tested positive on Friday night. Can a test identify the new strain? But the, the way the question is asked is very interesting, right? Can it identify the new strain? It can't identify that this is the new strain, but it still is available to identify that you have COVID. Now, you may be splitting hairs right there, but it's actually one of our biggest concerns right now is from the surveillance side. We don't know how many of these new strains are out there because people are testing at home, testing positive, and we're not going on to do the genetic lineage. So, it certainly could be the new strain. And as a matter of fact, if you were a gambling individual, you would probably think that it was. But that's still, you do everything that you normally would. Isolate, you know, watch your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, make sure you get into the doctor because Paxlovid, which we still have doses available in the state of Illinois, 
actually help shorten the duration of this illness. Yeah, boy, I sure never thought we we're going to be talking about this uh, again. But I, I <laughs> no guess kidding. that I guess that's the, just the nature of this, as, as you've said uh, before. This is something we're going to have to live with from now on. So uh, I guess it's going to come and go. So we'll uh, get, keep you posted. We'll keep uh, Dr. Kevin Most uh, close by to answer questions. Kevin is the Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. Kev, have a great Sunday. Appreciate all the info as always. Gene, we'll talk soon. Thank you, sir.